welcome to the Crow Review. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. It's week eight. We're over the hump. Yep. We're on the downward slope of the fantasy football season now. If I were to recall uh, English, I mean, English lit in junior, senior year, falling action right now. Potentially. I mean, yeah. We, we we, the, but we could still be building towards the climax of you know the what? season. I, yeah, that was, I mean, it was just, I was thinking of the slope. Falling. Oh, yeah. yeah no. You're right. Um, climax hasn't even gotten here. Yeah, typically, climax is end of... Right. The who's, second who, second act, third act? Right, when's it going to shake out? Right, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, a lot happened this week, but I don't know. It in, in my preparation for the podcast this week, it was honestly one of the less interesting weeks. I think so, too. Because um, I think every, save for one game, every team with the better record won. So it was like, oh. It just further solidified... And 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 the one game where the team with the worst record won, it was only one game different. So yeah. like every other game, it was like the better team got a little bit better, worst team, not as good. So it was kind of a boring week. Um, looking at it in retrospect, yeah, it was a crazy week. Looking at it as it happened, because oh, yeah. we had was, like we had a, we had some games. We had three or four games that came down to Sunday night or Monday, Monday night. night, right? Um, and it was a productive fantasy week for some teams um but i think if you averaged every score out it was probably the lowest scoring week it's of the pretty year pretty spotty week um i guess it depends on your team absolute fact um do we want to go ahead and start with the game of the week or do we want to say that for the end uh we'll do it last okay cool uh first game we'll look at um is the one i have the least to say about it's um brandon and mason yeah this one Mm. Is this one to me is you know we talked about it. I think I just like Brandon's team to me is Tom Brady and Mike Evans and what yeah, else? We literally talked about that last week. Um, and you know he gets away with it again this week. Who knows if he'll get away with it deeper into the season? He very well could. I don't think like Brandon's not a championship team to me. No, he needs to make like a groundbreaking, earth-shattering I say, move. I think Brandon wouldn't say he's a championship team right now. I think Brandon always thinks he's a championship team. That's a great thing, but I mean, in his in his heart of hearts. Um, but I think in, he, in one of his many hearts, we know he's we know he's beat. He got away with one again this week, playing yeah, a very so low scoring team. One seventeen last week and one twenty eight yeah, this week. Yeah, mm. those lose you most weeks, right? By a lot. Yeah, we can talk about um, that kind of stuff a little bit later. Um, but this was a good week to score one twenty eight because yep. it was the fourth highest score this week. So just got to show up. Yeah. Um, Mason's team, it sucks because like. He was just failed by you know he had some untimely bye weeks. Yep. And um, but his all his performers performed. Um, you got to feel good about if you're him and if if I guess at this point he kind of needs to win out to have a shot at playoffs. Yep. So uh, it's possible if you can lose seven games in a row, you can win seven games in a row. And going five hundred means a lot. Um, and so I think for him. If he's turned his sights on next year, he's set up well with Swift and Pitts. Uh, or Gibson and Pitts. Yep. I mean, they're, they're both options. Or I guess he just traded Gibson. Never mind. So Swift and Pitts are good keepers going into next year. Um, that'll set him up nicely. Uh, I don't have much to say for Mason for the rest of this year. I think he's doing a good job managing his team as best he can. Um, t- to me, 
he didn't do anything wrong yet. Like, I don't know. Like, there are Mason? other teams. Yeah. There are teams that have made more egregious personnel decisions than Mason, but have gotten a little luckier for it. I think the only mistake you could talk about is the defense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought, so you were talking about more like in general. Yeah. Like, yeah, in I, think, moves. I think so too. I like, so it was too. silly to start the Jets' defense, but it's also like, it doesn't seem like it would have made, like, maybe if it, he would have had to get. 15 points from his defense to right, make no, this a close it's, it's game. It's not a game changer. It's just so, useful, like the points that you right, put up mean more. Right. Because whenever you Because he actually put up 110. Right. Right? But yeah. it looks like he put up 99. Right. And so like that's just like, that's a more of like an ego thing. Right. Just for you to have. Um, and so, yeah. So, I mean, no, that's not a game changer. But no, I agree. Mason's managed his team pretty well. And Mason has a good team. It's just like, it's just, it's literally just one of those things. And I don't know if we've seen, I don't think we've seen a team like this necessarily in the league be this uh like this level of unlucky with this level of a good team we've seen a lot of teams that have not performed particularly well i mean if you just look at the the little like last place trophy we can look back and think of teams like oh this team was trash or even like the player or the manager that was like had that team wasn't trying but i think mason's doing a really good job his team's just like kind of letting him down in certain spots so yeah i don't i don't necessarily disagree um but it is it is sad to see him struggle because yeah. i know he likes the game and the game is not being very kind to him right now um so that sucks but it yeah. it, it it is a game but i mean i think this is what mason's third year in his campaign yeah um maybe this is the crucible that forms him into the fantasy player of the future um well yeah i mean that's sort of what you got to tell him right is that jack had a similar start to life in the league. Right. Where it was, I think he started out 0-8. Yeah. So if Mason gets a win this week, he still hasn't had the worst start in league history. Because right. that's Jack. Jack went 0-8 and, and then won five in a row and then won his three games in the consolation bracket. Right. And so he... Here's the thing, though. Mace, like Jack that year, and all respect to Jack, because Jack's got, Jack's got like, certified like savvy now jack knows what he's doing i feel like at that point like jack was just a lot of talk and just like moving around like kind of like a fuddy-duddy you know what i'm talking about yeah like he was just like moving rashly i feel like mason's pretty calculated this year and it's just like not not shaking out for him so best of luck for him this week um next game i'll talk about julian and kyle um it sucks because i you know i switched my pick at the last minute and i do think kyle should have won yeah um you know, he made the decision to bench Devontae Booker for Mike Davis, which is is close. Like, I'm not going to slaughter him for the decision, but it's not one I would make. Um, and so it's just tough to see that kind of decision really, really affect his season because the difference between three and four and two and five is big. Yeah, so um, that is – it was really weird to me because, first of all, in my mind, I have Cordero Patterson – and I don't even think about Mike Davis. Right. Like, Mike Davis plays, and he gets snaps, but in my mind, he doesn't even exist. So I don't know what Kyle was really thinking there, and I want to say the first week that he picked up... Um, yeah, he played Booker the other week. Right. And, and he, Booker didn't do anything to, like, get himself benched. Right. That's what I was wondering. I was like, I feel like Booker did well when he played So, yeah, Kyle. it was just strange, but we won't harp on it. No. Um, I mean, Julian, just like Brandon, got away with one. Right. Um, you're starting to see the cracks with Julian's team where he's going to make questionable start sits occasionally. 
And for every time that pays off for him, it'll come back to bite him the other time. And so he's living off of Matt Stafford and Debo Samuel right now. How long do we believe Debo Samuel is going to be a top five fantasy wide receiver? I don't know. I think I agree with you in general. However, we should just say that obviously he had Dalvin on by. He had, I mean, he had some bye weeks across the board. Yeah, Dalton Schultz, Dalvin Cook, Keenan Allen. So, like, yeah, I mean, I think I agree with you. I think Julian's team is actually relatively, like, deep, but it's not, like, the best. Um, but I think a bye week is, this isn't the worst performance for a bye week team. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Julian's team has overperformed sort of differently from last year where his team like underperformed its actual value for a lot of the year. Right. And then he came on towards the end of the year and made the championship run. I think, yeah, I think Julian's been I think lucky. this year is like the opposite of that. Right. Where it's like at some point, can he keep all the plates spinning or is he one injury, one, you know, change in whatever, one one small change away right. from... I think the only place you could really say that is his wide receivers. I mean, but wide receivers are kind of like a dime a dozen in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I like I like him trading for Antonio Gibson. It's a low-risk um, trade that he made, and, and we'll yeah, see if it pays I, off I would trade him. Chase Claypool way a million times. I if, if I would have known about that, part of the reason why I was like, not part of the reason, I was kind of worried about the trade because I was like, oh, man, Julian's getting a really good deal. I would have traded away someone better than Chase Claypool to get Antonio Gibson just to have. Well, maybe Julian will trade you Antonio Gibson he for that better he, player. He won't do that. He won't do that. Well, I don't know. You don't know until you ask. I've asked him. Um, next, we'll talk about the game that made me so mad, and it's Kendall and Trevor. Yeah. But, okay, I do want to preface this with this. You have the Weatherford, the Weatherford rivalry. I don't really know what you want to call it. Uh, the Swasu Showdown. No, we, we could we could go all day, but this is kind of maybe not the result. Like maybe the result wasn't deserved, but how the game ended is how you kind of want the game to oh, go. Oh no, yeah, it's, it's a perfect way for it to right. end. But we, we're all expecting it. Oh my gosh, Trevor's team and Kendall's team. This is going to be a sh- like a blowout. I was like, oh, they could score three hundred points between the two teams. Of course, there's it's a low scoring game between both of them. Of course, Trevor goes early and often with the reverse jinxes. Of course, he goes on Monday night. He goes again with another round of reverse jinxes, and then he ends up winning it. Yeah, no, it's so not... Unceremoniously. This is, this is kind of how I feel. Over the past couple of weeks, you've seen Trevor show a couple cracks. What? Um, maybe... I mean, Cooper Cup's carrying him. It goes a long way. Yeah, he returned um, to godly-like form. This um, week. It was crazy. But, you know, Kendall... DK Metcalf has that... 84-yard touchdown catch, like the first drive of the game, and you're like, oh. He's going to do this. Kendall's good. Yep. And then Metcalf only has one more catch. So if I was Kendall, I would be, like, furious. That is that is a terrible way to lose that game. Um, I think he also has to be a little bit mad with um, the, like, uh, my goodness, uh, Geno Smith. Oh, yeah. like well, cause and, it, the, and the uh, Seahawks offensive line. Yeah, no, because those sacks, every sack that gave is up a point. is a point for New Orleans. Oh defense. my gosh! And so it I was, was just like I was watching this game as a gambler. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was rooting on my black quarterbacks, Jameis and um, and Gino, put the over on both of their passing yards, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, he can do this. He couldn't. He could not. But also, it showed how bad their offensive line is. We don't have to talk about football. We're talking about fantasy here. Um, 
Yeah, their offensive line stinks. The yeah. Seahawks stink. Yeah, Pete Carroll kind of stinks. Yeah, DK Metcalf and Russell Wilson, good, good, good. Everyone else stinks. Not so good. Chalk it. Yeah. Um. Next, we'll talk about my game with Roush. Mm. And um. Oh man, this was this was a this was a game right here. This was scary. Yeah, I was a little scared. Yeah, we're um, yeah. It's because I think um, whenever you were talking to me about it, a lot for a lot of this game, you were projected more than Roush, but Roush had the actual points. It was like a bird in the hand to right, a bush situation. Right, yeah. So that was the deal: is that I had both my running backs were Sunday night and Monday night. Right. So it was like, okay, I need thirty points between these two. So I was like, ah, uh, and then it, and then something happened. I only needed twenty six by the end of the game. But thing, the thing that made the game close, I didn't even think it was going to be close. And then Jamar Chase scored like a 75-yard touchdown. And I was like, oh, yep. you know, that is a 15-point play. This makes me nervous. Yep. Um, and then, you know, I had my players. My players showed up, you know, uh, even before Monday night. A.J. Brown, people doubted him a little bit, said he may have been a little washed. I had to put him in the lineup with Mike Williams and Justin Jefferson bye weeks. Showed up. Like, that's the thing is my team was ravaged by bye weeks. Yeah, kind of. And my fill-ins were on point. But I think this kind of shows how deep your team is. Like Like Damian Harris coming in, putting in a shift for me, 25-point flex. So wrong. Love it. And and I think, so Roush was in the group message talking about, oh, I scored the second highest this week. Yeah. I've been wrong done by um, and for me, I was like, oh, Roush, you only got 138 points, but I get what you're saying. Because to, in my mind, Roush is objectively right. Like Roush has been hard done by it as far as like a season wide perspective. Like there's no way Roush should be two and five. There's a lot of teams that he's better than. But I think if I'm facing you, if I'm facing Trevor, if I'm facing Jack, my mind is like, okay, what do I have to score to be safe here? Right. Because these play, these people put up points. And it sucks because Roush did 138 points. That's a really good week. No, he had a good week. And um, it's just like, but you like, you can't feel like, if, if it's me, I can't be like, oh, I'm so mad. Josh did the thing that Josh does, or Trevor did the thing that Trevor yeah. does, or Jack does the I mean, thing I don't Jack blame does. him. I get mad when, it, when I catch a, catch a little second, second place scoring L. Um, right. But at the time, I did not realize Roush was two and five. And it, yeah, it was a big game for Roush. Jesus. And it, um, I think he's lost three or four games in a row now. He started, may have started two and zero. Oh. He's lost five in a row. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. Um. Roush has three losses in a row. Okay, so he started two and two. Um. The interesting thing to me was just the fact that Roush has sort of done this every week. It's like he scores about this every week. Roush is really like um, consistent. But Roush the, is like the like the lowercase Trevor. Yeah. Yeah, I felt bad about the Roush second place loss deal, but it's like that's the way it goes. The only way to guarantee you win is to score the most points. Right. That's it. Um, you can't control who you play. You can't control what the other team's players do. Um, and it sucks that he had the Cowboys on by, but I mean, I had the Chargers on by. Yeah, but even, like but like he had the he had the Cowboys on by. I think maybe that's Julio Jones is an improvement. Maybe um, like uh, I think Dak probably scores more than Derek right. Carr. Probably so like, but he, so he scores more. But he lost by twenty four. That's what I'm saying. So is it a twenty four point difference? There's no probably way. not. There's no way. Um, and then the final game, the game of the week, which turned out to be, I think it was the biggest win. We so we said we were going to hold the weather for 
um, war zone for the last one, but we're, we we ended up uh, with me and Jack. Um, yeah, this was something. Yes, it was. Yeah, you pulled it even. You dragged dragged Jack back down to your level. Yeah, you know what, man? It's just like it's one of those things where I said this uh, last week. I want to face Jack at full strength, and I'm glad I did because stuff like this can happen. Same thing happened with Trevor. Because sometimes when you face teams and you just show up, they get a little bit flustered. You know what I'm saying? So what do you think was your reason? Because really, you didn't overperform. No. You just performed. No, I didn't. Like normal. No, nothing, nothing special happened. But why, did, why do you think he underperformed? Well, first of all, um, oh, I think a massive reason is the Cincinnati Bengals in general as a staff, record label, and a motherfucking crew. Just tore, kind of tore him apart. I think Lamar was like left unscathed, but they were all over Mark Andrews. And can the, the thing that actually makes me the most mad looking at his lineup, if you want me to be frank, it's something we talked about Saturday morning. Yeah, it's this guy. Oh, who, yeah, yeah. Like, go ahead, go ahead. Like go Jack ahead. just made stuff up about him. Miles Sanders. Yeah. What is he doing in the, Like he got hurt, so you can forgive some of it. Let's say he scores ten. But, Let's say he scores 10 more. But that's like 10, 10 more points than 3.7? That's right. like his season high. Right. Jack, Jack tried to tell me that Miles Sanders had three games above 11 points. He has one. He tried to tell me that Javante Williams scored over 11 for the first time this week. This was Javante Williams' third time scoring over 11. Doesn't even know his own team. It's like, come on. It gives signs of like um, early Kindle this year. Yeah. But I mean, but obviously that's shaking out so, in a different way. But you know what it is? I looked at Jack, and you look at Jack and you get kind of scared. You know what I'm saying? His team, whenever, because you see what they've done. And I yeah. said, I will not fear. Fear yeah. is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that leads to total obliteration. I will face my fears. Terry McLaurin out doubling Tyree Kill. You'll take that every single day of the week. Yeah. Um, you know, but no, like, and I think also just to the point about like what happened, I think I'm also um, a lucky recipient of the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs are like faltering in a heavy way. Yeah, yeah. Like, and so we didn't talk about that with Trevor actually, but we probably should. Um, like those high intensity guys are not the same guys right see, now. See, I until I see them do it like two weeks in a row where right. they have terrible weeks, like. To me, the test is, is this Monday? They play the Giants on Monday night. It's got to be crazy. Like, I'm like, they're going to get right, and they're going to put up, like, 45. Right. And um, if they don't, then then we can start talking about whether or not the sky is falling. But, right. But, no, uh, Marquise Brown did his thing for me. No, I just I was happy around the board. Um, picked up a tight end. I need I, I always need running backs, so. But Darrell Williams did fine for me, so. Um. Well, that's last week. Yep. Oh, also, um, as far as this year, this is this is boasting. This is hardcore boasting. No one has touched me in the in the name, the team name game, or the team photo game. No one. Jack tried to come at my neck the other day during the game. There was a little bit of a poking fun at your boy. The 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 team names and the team photos. I wasn't playing it. I like I don't even understand your name right now. Exactly. But I mean if 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 you haven't seen Dune, then you wouldn't understand. How many people in the league do you think have seen Dune? Here's my thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, when yeah. I make my content, that's okay. When I make my content, mm-hmm. I'm setting it at a certain level. Okay. And if the people around me 
aren't on that level, then I think that's a, that's a sign for them to say, hey, you know what, what's, what's Riley on? What's his team name about? Maybe you should do some research. That's all I'm saying. I like my team name. Yeah, but it's just been there. There's been a lot of static team names. Only person that's really changed their I name. I like a static team. I like, so, like, I like a team name that you stick with. Like, I'll change my team name for, like, mojo reasons sometimes when I feel like the team name is stale. Mm-hmm. But, no, I want... I like teams that have an identity and have a, a consistent team name throughout the season. See, I agree with you. However, uh, Naheem just wasn't the guy that I expected. No, that's fine. Because so I think I about it... I consistently bet against Naheem Hines to do well, and it always pays off. I think I... Because um, like when I go and I do the trophies and all that stuff, sometimes I'm like, what What's should this name? person's team name even be? Do right. I just pick what their team name was at the end of the year? Right. Because like... You have to go with our identity. Like Jack's team at the end of last year was Hail King Jew because Julian won the championship. Right. And I was like... That's, not, That's his not his team name. Right. He just did that as like a joke. So, right. so it's hard. I like people that have a and I, like average Joes. Love it. Yeah, but he's, see, he's but that shouldn't, in it, and shouldn't out. it change at some point? I feel like you were the one who said this. I feel like you were like, oh, people need to change their team names. It's been this forever. Um, I think I have more of an issue with some people's names who are just not very creative. Okay. Um, or were just like bad names. Well, yeah, I think I think my identity for the season is kind of. I feel of like Brandon's got to ditch the beefy boys at some point. Why? It's a static name. It's been his identity. Well, because he sucks. Oh, okay, yeah, I get that. Like yeah. that's the thing. Is yeah, if you mediocrity suck, has get to rid of something. it. Right. Like Trevor's been pretty good. He's been up and down. Right. But like the average Joes, they were the below average Joes. Right. If you remember way back. Yeah. So and so oh and so once Trevor gets that second ring, maybe he's the above, above average, average Joes. Joes. Wow, yeah. that's beautiful. So that's what I'm saying is yeah. it builds. It yeah. all builds. Well, um, we're out deep for now. So. I guess we could do our little uh, power rankings now, and then do week eight predictions. Yeah. And picks. I usually I've not asked this in a couple weeks. What time are we at? Twenty two. Um, yeah. So do you want to do tiers like we've been doing? Do you want to go one to ten? Let's just go back and forth. Okay. Who's your number one? Trevor. Trevor. Yep. Who's your number two? You. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's the first shakeup of the top two, I think, all year. Yeah. See, my well, number... I, can, I, I mean, I can go back and look at my power rankings every week. Yeah, see, that, that'd be the first shakeup for me. My number Jack two is, is still Jack. Jack Trevor. Jack Trevor. Uh, you don't have it this week. Okay, yeah. Water Jack Trevor. Wow. Yeah. And that's what you get for not putting out the freaking power rankings, Jack. I mean, I do. I did want those power rankings on the content Dude, power here's, rankings here's, list. Here's, here's the thing. Drop in. I, I, I like. I legitimately, and it wasn't just because I like because of me playing Jack on like Saturday or Sunday. If we haven't gotten the power rankings, I feel like I'm maybe I'm the only one that's actually thinking about it. But I'm like, what happened to those power rankings? I mean, I'm just. I, it's just like, you know. He said he was too busy. The difference between us and him is that this is like, our content is pretty like passive. But we but everyone in the league takes an active role in the in the power rankings. And yeah, he, so, but he's just, he just said he didn't have time. I, I mean, I get it. Mm. But that doesn't affect, like, but that, I still, I, I have know. withdrawals. I don't know. I, I don't think I get it. I'll go on record and say that I don't get it. Well, I don't listen. I, I don't want to. I don't want to harp on him because last time we mentioned his name on the podcast, he came out with fire and fury for someone, but not for me. Because he said, "Oh, the reason why the podcast come out late is because people turn the the, the votes in late." We'll go on to another topic. All right, um, so number three. Mine's Julian. You said your number three team is Julian. Yes, as in J- Trevor Jack Julian. Yep. 
it's a feel it's a the bottom seven it's a feel thing yep wow okay so this is so you've moved your batshit weird reverse like bizarro world picks from the weekly preview to the power rankings i like that all right so i have jack as my number three um and oh, yeah just, that, that makes sense yeah i just said that yeah that does make sense so i said that just because of your team's depth um trevor i just think it's trevor he had a bad week but i, I expect he bounces back i think your depth could move you to number one we'll see mine yeah oh that's why i'm two yeah my number four is me my number four is me don't feel good about that but it, my number four is me my number five is you so my number five is kindle Wow, my number six is Kindle. My number six is Julian. All right, so our top six is all the same. Yeah. So I guess we agree on who's going to the playoffs, and that's really what matters. Yeah, we can all the. Ooh, the, actually, my number six is Roush. Oh, my number six is Roush. See, Roush is my number seven. Yeah, Roush. and I think there's a clear top seven, and there's going to be a race for that last playoff spot. Yes, like hardcore. I think it's super clear, and like the thing is. I think as far as performance, obviously Roush is two and five, and he's yeah, just got to stick it out. It's Roush, like Roush. I'm telling you right now, if you're listening to this, I feel for you, bro, because I put my team number four and I put your team number six, but I couldn't confidently say, "Oh, my team is better than Roush's." Full stop. Right now, so yeah. For all of our just auto listeners out there, Josh is testing out some audio or some. You hear that? I think it's the sound of your stool. It's a little... No, it's in the wall. Wow, that's weird. It's a little like metal sound. This is terrible I just, I, Yeah, I, I just bumped the wall and it made a funny sound I was investigating. Um, okay. But yeah, I think I think the, uh, the, the, the top seven is pretty... It'll be interesting. It'll be... You know, I think it's a one of, I guess in your eyes, there's a clear top four. I wouldn't say that. I think there's a clear top three. Okay. Because in my eyes, I think there's a clear top five. And That's I was fine. just going to say the race for the top four to see who gets their money back is going to be interesting. Yeah. That's sort of what I was looking at it from. Um, I guess we go on to this week's matchups. Yeah. This week, uh, no winning teams play each other. So this is like a big... Uh, rich get richer. Or you can, or it's a Peter Pan week. Yeah, close the gap. Right. You mean so, Robin Hood week. No, I meant Peter Pan. Um, Lost Boys? No, but yeah, definitely meant um, Robin oh, okay. Hood. Yeah, I mean, steal both, from the rich. both guys that wear green. 100%. They got hats and everything. Um, Kendall versus Julian. Yeah. Um, this is, I think, of the matchups this week, this one's the most intriguing to me because these two teams are the best. Yeah. Um, I think, so what's really interesting, so I think these, Julian and Kendall's team are super even. Yeah. Right, that's what, yeah. What I also think is if you look at their matchups, I think their matchups are super even. I think all, I think for the most part, the teams that these two managers, players are playing against are kind of dog shit. I'm cussing a lot this podcast. I don't know why. Dang. Um, yeah, I mean, I would be. Um, I think. I think I'm gonna pick Kindle. I have Kindle. 
And I feel good about that. Yeah, me too. I think Kendall's performed relatively consistently, and Julian kind of hasn't. Um, but they both have like latent potential to score any of the amount of points. Yeah, that's the thing. Kendall just has to stay in the hunt, and then get Christian McCaffrey back, and then he's good. Yep. So that's the thing. Is, is yeah, he has to stay like close enough right. to go into overdrive. Right. Because he's not we, even because we all know Christian McCaffrey. Right. And he's like he is something that does not fail. Yeah. So I would I would say Kendall's probably going to win. Julian. It's going to catch up with him at some point. I think. Just sort of his, um, I mean, I you've said his team is deep, but uh, outside of Josh Jacobs on the bench, I just don't think it's that deep. Let me see here. Like, what wide receiver are you comfortable plugging in for Debo or Keenan Allen? I no, I think I think his wide receivers is where he struggles. But um, I think that's like I don't know. I think the way he's running his team, he's fine with um, with kind of keeping the players that he has. I think. Um, no, yeah, I mean, I mean, his bench just isn't even full. Yeah, but I think you could pick up wide receivers like week to week. You could, but I do agree. But it's not like a, it's not a stacked team. I just think like, as I think I'm speaking a lot from someone in my shoes. Like I wish I could be Julian team a little bit because his running backs are crazy. Well, yeah. So like just for this week, right? Debo Samuel is nicked up a little bit. Might not play. Right. Are you comfortable putting in Corey Davis? Against the Bengals' defense, who were, like, pretty good? Not particularly. But you have to. Yeah. And so it's like, that just makes me that much less confident in his team. So I'm picking Kendall. I think his team's good. Yep. Brandon, Trevor. This is a this is a real kind of – this is something right here. I think um, it's very easy to say, oh, this is just going to be a kind of a steamrolling. I think that could happen. I think if – if the Chiefs do what they have been doing and Brandon's team kind of Yeah, this is the hard part. This is the hard part for me. Uh, Brandon has Mahomes and Kelsey on Monday night. How many points does Brandon need to be up by? Or Trevor has yeah. Mahomes and Kelsey going into Monday night. How many points does Brandon need to be up by? <sighs> it has to be... It's not 50. Well, I think 50 is like a good benchmark. I think fifty is like he's got to be up by oof. more than fifty. Like fifty is like the like the low point. Yeah, like twenty five and twenty five, that could happen. Oh, see, in my mind I mean, it goes thirty twenty, but that's just I, I don't know. Yeah, um, the thing is, but Trevor has comparatively bad matchups outside of Cooper Cup. Well, his running backs have bad matchups. I guess you should be more specific. Right. Um, does he need running backs? I don't know. He hasn't so far. Um, Brandon, I don't know. I, I just don't trust Brandon as a fantasy manager. I think this is like your um, this is your this is your classic take for Brandon. You always say this about yeah. Him. I know I you just, always believe it. I don't think he's that good at managing his team. I think. Hmm. I think Brandon is good at drafting to some extent, like. He's good in drafting it like rounds three through nine. Anything outside that, I don't know what he's doing. I think that claim we might need to go look a little bit deeper into. Um, but I think at some, you know what, this is an idea. He's we decent at in-season trades, but we could, it, would it be worth doing like a mid-season like draft review? Uh, I don't or does know. it does it not hold any weight? Who cares? Mm, maybe. Okay, we can talk about it later. Um, but yeah, I think 
Brennan could do a lot this week if if Tom Brady and Mike Evans goes well. Um, and then, so hopefully, I mean, he just picked up Khalil Herbert. Yeah, I don't know. I think this week he'll go well for Brennan. I don't think he wins. I just think Trevor does what he does. Yeah, see, this is the key for me is that New Orleans is a pretty good defense, and that's where his Brady-Evans stack is. And historically, Mike Evans is owned by Marshawn Lattimore in like a crazy way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I'll take... Also... No, go ahead. I want to compound that by saying... The Buccaneers' defense is really good, and Norman's offense is not amazing. Yeah, they may just run the so ball. So they may. I just think the. I think the Bucks may have a decent amount of chances. Yeah. So, but I don't think that changes all that much. I think I'll, with this is the probably the game that I am least confident in. But I'm a soft to Trevor in this one. Yep, I'm gonna go Trevor as well. Kyle versus me. Um, to me, this is, I don't think we have to spend time on this. I think Kyle's, so Kyle's team, um, hmm, I think Kyle's made some, some decent moves with his team. I think Kyle's team can do a lot. Adam Thielen is out there. Adam Thielen any week can go for 30. Um, I think he's, he looks like he's playing Booker for now. If Nick Chubb ends up playing, that could be big. Um, I think he could go out there and score 135 plus. Um, I just think it really just depends on whether your team shows up. And I think you have okay matchups uh, across the board. You have some, some pretty favorable ones and some, in some big positions. I think you win this one pretty comfortably, but I do think Kyle could push it. Yeah. I don't think it'll be a, none of my games have felt like they've been like blowouts. feels like I've had to like fight my way to every game I've won. Right. I mean, at least in the moment. Yeah. Looking back at games of yours, um, they feel like blowouts sometimes. I guess I guess that's why I picked myself is I I have some cursory level of confidence in my own team. Um and yeah. Jack versus Mason. Mm. How you feel about this one? Um, last week I was pulling for Mason and I mean, I'm, I, I wanted to get his first win. And I think, I think Jack is a fat cat as far as wins go. I think he's, he's holding a lot. I am as well. Um, so he can afford to lose one. And as far as like my personal preference on who wins and who loses. Um, but yeah, I think Derrick Henry had a down week, which doesn't affect this week, but I think he could go, go crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think. Mason's lineup actually looks pretty decent. I've hopefully all his players actually play. Um, Jack hasn't been. Jack has kind of been up and down. So if Mason can just put points up and hopefully he makes the right start sits, he could do something. But I think it's Jack. Um, I'm gonna offer no real analysis here, but I'm gonna pick Mason. Love that. Um, no analysis, just vibes. Ooh, that's a good team name. Vibes FC. Yeah. I like that. I'll store it in my back pocket. Um, I just think Mason's bound to win eventually, and I want to pick him the week it happens. Yeah, I like that's, that. That's how I feel. Riley versus Roush. Mm. A team of, or a, a game of two teams that are suffering from some bye week issues. And yeah, pretty like big, like 
part of my team is gone. Two pretty yeah. big parts. Yeah, I mean, you're both projected really low. Right, and Roush doesn't have a kicker right now, so Roush is projected more than me. You're missing Darren Waller. You're missing Marquise. Marquise. I'm missing... Darren Waller is a... Darren Waller is here and there. Devontae Adams got COVID. Yeah. He might playing. come back. There's a chance. Unlikely. So I almost got... I was going to get Khalil Hubbard this week, but Devontae Adams decided, you know what, go ahead and pick up uh, I guess Randall Sa- Cobb. Saquon could play. Yeah. I doubt it, but... I don't know. I think whenever I was looking at it, the only positions I actually felt relatively decent at were um, quarterback. One of my wide receivers, I definitely feel like is better than... Oh, wow. You're starting Randall Cobb. Yeah. Wow. Um, I feel like Robert Woods is a really strong Randall wide receiver. Co- you're all in on Thursday night. Not all in. I mean, Kyler and Randall some, Cobb. I got some two... I got two feet in, which I, I always have had two feet in. Um, and then also, I said uh, one wide receiver, and then I said my, uh, my defense... Yeah. But then otherwise, I just think it's like, I think this week, you can say that we're both talking about bye weeks, but I don't think so. Roush is coming back from bye weeks. He's coming back stronger. I think Roush takes the win. Um, and I think this is like karma for me because I was like, oh, Roush, uh, I feel what you're saying, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I think this might be one of those weeks where I put up the second most points, something like that, and then Roush beats me. So who are you picking? I'm picking Roush. Really? Yeah, I said that a couple times. Oh. But no, yeah. I'll pick you. How beautiful. Who's your lock? Um, you won't lock me up, though. You say I'm going to win, you won't lock me up. Dang, I don't like any of these for locks. I'm locking you. This week. Well, I can't lock me. I know, uh, it sucks. It's the dumbest rule on the planet. Yep. Why should other people be able to lock like what? What? What is the logic behind not being able to lock yourself up? Yeah, I get. I mean, listen. Here's the thing. I respect it just because it's like it's my thing. It's, I, I respect sticking to your point, even if I don't know what Jack's real reasoning is. But I respect him being like, no, this is my thing. Let's hypothesize. What could the reason be? I don't know. I think th- you could say like, oh, people would just vote for themselves every week, but that's not a that's not conducive to doing well. Yeah, that's like you voting yourself number one in the power rankings every week, where it's like, yeah, people haven't really been doing that. The only reason I would pick myself as my lock is if you really believe I am yourself. most confident in myself versus right. everyone else. Yeah, it's just know. it's just wrong. But but it's the rules is the rules dims the rules. I guess the rules don't matter when power rankings don't come out. Hey, you know what? Like, did the we don't even know what the picks are this? We don't even right, know what yeah. the standings are. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's all a mystery. I guess we actually could do the math. I'm not gonna. No, I mean I don't collate things. That's Jack's job. Um, I guess my lock will be Kindle. I'll throw it out there. Okay. Yeah. Um. Can you lock someone that's not that you didn't pick? I mean, technically you can, I did, right? I don't know. It doesn't spell it out in the rules. I mean, it, it doesn't say you can't. And you can on the Google Yeah, form. can you play both sides? You can, it seems like. That's a smart thing to do. Wow. Yeah, you could lock yourself and then vote for the other person. Well, no, you can't lock yourself, ever. You could. He marks your lock as a loss if you lock yourself. You, you could, could lock, pick yourself lock and lock the other person. Right, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think this week is particularly interesting, but I think we have a couple good matchups. But no, I think form-wise, I think me and Roush's game is one of the best games. Yeah, I mean, it's a big week for, like, um, the standings. Yeah. Like, it's interesting to me that I'm the only 4-3 and team. 
yeah, you're like, like right it, in the middle. It's just kind of weird. Well, you should be kind of happy, no? Um, because you took some losses and now you're like firmly like pushing yourself away from the the peons. Yeah, the thing, my, none of my losses were like particularly close. Right. Like I, I don't even really remember them. I guess week one I lost to Trevor. Week two I lost to. I don't even remember Julian. Yeah, so I played both of them and lost. So that hurts me from like a tiebreaker tie breaker perspective, because um, I'll probably be involved with them in a tiebreaker potentially at some point. Yeah, but I have the tiebreaker against you. I lost to Jack, so you know all my losses have been to the teams that are in front of me, except for you. So yeah, just gotta uh, keep beating up on the the lower league teams, and I think I'll be okay. Okay. Have you been on the underdog fantasy app today? I have not. Okay. Well, you should open it now. I'll talk about my picks and stuff. And then No, I you will be the gambling no. consigliere. First of all, it's not gambling, it's a game of skill. Okay. Uh Nora is in the podcast studio right now, and I'm gonna live announce something that happened yesterday. This is massive, guys. I don't know what's going on, but I think we all know what it is. Oh no. Yep. Go ahead. It's about you. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Did, wait, did you already tell Nora? No. Oh yeah, Nora, this is, you're going to love, Nora's going to fucking freak out about this. Nora's not pregnant, guys. That's no. not what happened. I thought, Definitely I thought we, the, I thought we were going to have our, I thought we were going to have our second family of the league. I no. thought I was going to have my chance to raise a child. Josh had cancer or something like that. All right. Um, you, okay. No, you, I mean, honestly, it should be your honor. Oh no. I mean, you can tell. Okay. But here's the thing. Regardless. Actually, of, I could present you. Sure. Riley McGill. Yeah. First of his name. Yeah, two two last names by the way. Placed a bet on underdog fantasy. Thirty dollar bet. <gasps> Twenty times wager. Five Shut f- up. five 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 way parlay. Five way parlay. Same game. Same basketball game. Yep. Like one a basketball fucking degenerate. Game. Didn't he, didn't even need to watch two games. Riley won six hundred dollars. Riley. It's true. Now guys, I got. I want to tell you. So we're gonna have the best Christmas present. Oh. <laughs> wedding present is, you mean you mean wedding present um, one, one thing um, so yeah so I've been ruthlessly throwing all of my money that I've made into underdog right back into underdog so I think this so total I've made like $200 now because I've made $200 put it back into underdog made $240 Sunday put that all back into underdog um, and then I I put I made $600 now so I have $600 liquid I'm taking out a lot of it because if I don't, I know myself now, and I will spend all of it on five-way parlays talking about, this is the one. And then I'll set a $5 one, like, oh, this isn't the one, but I'll and just set, I'll set a little one. Right. That'll be the one. Um, um, yeah. So what we're going to do is, Josh is going to get on his app right now I'm and not. talk to you about something. Dude. This, I have something else to talk about. Oh, yeah. You have your stuff. You're kind of, you got your swagger back. I'm, I'm booked. Anyways. Okay. So for me, um, I have a few parlays going. As you guys know, I'm just a degenerate gambler right now. Um but yes, so I have I have some going on for basketball right now. But um, seeing as this is a, a an American gridiron football podcast, uh, fantasy football podcast, um, I do want to just talk about some of the picks I made for Sunday. So I just want to talk about three of the picks that I made that I really really like, um, and they are all basically just around um, quarterbacks and yards. So I have three. And I think I just made this one today. Uh, yeah, this is a $5 entry that I made. I have Tom Brady under 304 pass yards. Um, he's facing New Orleans. Um, I have Kyler Murray 
under 300.5 total yards. Um, he's facing, facing Green Bay. He hasn't been over 300 total yards in a minute. Um, and he's been running just way less. Like, Kyler Murray's running stats have been way down. And then also we have Justin Herbert against uh, New England, and I have him under 301.5 passing yards. He can put up that many number, uh, that many passing yards, but the last time we did it, it was against Cincinnati and Josh, or against Cleveland, and Josh can attest to how crazy that game was, the overtime, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. Um, I have a couple more bets on that parlay, but those are three I feel really, really good about. Um, if you also want to throw Mac Jones for the under as well. Um, People say life's too Who? short to Mac Jones. Who? Mike. It was a it was a Mike Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Yeah, I'm sorry. A, a, but see, I have the name dyslexia thing, so I was like, I fucked up his name. That's what I was thinking. You got you. Me. You have been doing that. Anyways, um, if you want to throw the under on his passing yards as well, be easy. I have one. I have another a different parlay. This is twenty dollars on this one. That's all quarterback unders for yards. So I have Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. We call it the Twinder. That's the twenty dollar under. Yep, Twinder. Yep, the Twinder parlor. That'll be that's, that should be your game. special every week. The Twinder. You have a Twinder, a twenty dollar under. No, I'm not gonna pay twenty dollars every week. I will. I will be betting every week. Um, my thing is something that's uh, a little more interesting and based on our league. I guess I shouldn't say it's it's more interesting. Um. It it could be more interesting for those of us not uh, inclined to the wagers. So I found a little web app that you can um, put your league into, and it'll tell you what everyone's record would be had you had someone else's schedule. And I'm not going to go through all of them because it's, you know, I guess it'd be 9 by 9, so it's 81 records, or 10 by 10, 100 records. Right. But one of them is the same, so it really is just 81 unique. But it's interesting. The highlights I want to hit are that um, I'll just go through each team and say if they had uh, their what their best chance would be if they had someone else's schedule and what their their ceiling and their floor. That's fun. Um, so, for example, Riley. We'll start with him. If he had Trevor's schedule, Trevor. he would also be six and one. Oh. But if Riley had my schedule, he'd be one and six. And that just goes to show you how much a schedule can change how we would view a team. Right. If your team was one and six, you'd be what eighth in the power rankings, probably. I mean, my team was one and six. I'd probably. I mean, it's yeah. It's like because we would view you like better than Mason, probably. Like you'd be right there with Mason, where it's like this team looks pretty good, but it's got a terrible record. Yeah. No, because a lot of my like I put up numbers. That's something Mason yeah. really hasn't done. But my points your team is looks patchwork too. Right, no, hundred yeah. percent, and yeah. it's like it's it's uh it's hanging on a thread. Uh, so yeah, that's his team. Brandon, um, Brandon, if he had Kendall's schedule, would be five and two. If he had my schedule or Roush's schedule or Mason's schedule, he'd be two and five. Mm. So it's only a one game difference for him as far as worst case yeah, scenario. Yeah, so he's kind of just him because he's already three and four. Yeah, he's about performing. The, yeah, I mean the the. The sky is higher, though, for Brandon. Um, Julian, if Julian had Jack's schedule or Mason's schedule, he'd be two and five. Mm. If he had, he is five and two, so he he could not have improved on that. He's as lucky as you can be. Julian is. Crazy. He's had the best possible schedule for him. Believe that. 
um, for me, if I had Riley's schedule, I would be six and one. Mm. I guess that makes sense, right? If you had my schedule, you'd be one and six. If I had your schedule, you'd be six and one. I'd be six and one. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, but if I had, there is no schedule that I'm worse than four and three. So I have been un- as unlucky as possible because I am four and three. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, the inverse Julian Roush. If Roush had Mason, or if Roush had Riley's schedule, he'd be six and one. Yep. But if Roush had my schedule, he'd be one and six. Right. So that's. Oh, so so Roush is the perfect midpoint. Roush is me, or no? Roush isn't me. So Roush should be six and one. So Roush's team is right, like the perfect midpoint for you, who's had I think what people would say is the easiest schedule. Yeah, but and, and the me, easy easy schedule. Not the easiest opponents. I agree. Okay. Me and Mason have had the hardest schedule, but right. Mason's doesn't seem to show up in the records as much. I think just because his team hasn't been as good. Right. So he's had more team. Like he may have po- more points against, but it's more than just that. Right. Uh, Trevor. If Trevor, Trevor's worst record is four and three. That's his floor. Yeah. And that is with Roush's schedule or Kyle's schedule or Mason's schedule. Um, and obviously his ceiling is six and one. So he has also been as lucky as you could be. Interesting. Wait, okay. Well, after this, I'm going to have to go back through a few because you've already speak, spoken about them. Uh, Kyle's team, uh, his floor is one and six. Yep. So he's been, or I, he would be one and six with. Julian's or mine or Roush's schedule. Okay. He is two and five. Um, he could be four and three with your schedule. Yeah. So that's just interesting. Um, Jack is five and two. Um, there is no schedule that he would be six and one. So he has been as lucky as possible because he's five and two. What's the ceiling or the floor for Jack's team? The floor for Jack's team is three and four. Yeah. And that is with Brandon or mine or Mason's schedule. Kendall, who is three and four with Riley's schedule, would be five and two. Yeah. With my schedule would be two and five. And with Mason's schedule would be two and five. So So if I could draw general trends from this, it looks like on average, me and Mason have the hardest schedules so far. As far as just points against. Right. Like like I think we both have the most points against, but we also haven't had it in like a consistent manner, if that makes any sense. Like there's been spike weeks. Yep. Um, And then you can see it in points against too, that in general, you... Roush is right with you, by the way. You and Trevor have had the easiest schedules. Right. Um, Which makes sense, right? Trevor is six and one. Mm -hmm. His floor is four and three. Mm -hmm. That's wild. Like that's, I feel like that says a lot. Yeah, that the worst he could have possibly done is four and three. Right. Like I feel like that's. I feel like this is like an interesting. Like I think strength of schedule should really play into power rankings because like. Yeah. No, me, it's you. Yeah. It it it's, it's you based on points, but based on the people Trevor's probably gonna have to play soon, it's probably Trevor that's had the easier schedule thus far, if you were looking at who he's played. Right. And that kind of stuff. Like if you're projecting out, um, but, I guess the last team is Mason. And he probably won't like to hear this if he even listens anymore. But if Mason had your schedule, right, he'd be four and three. Yeah, uh, like Mason's team is good. But if Mason had, uh, even if he had Brandon's schedule, he'd be three and four. 
and Brandon is three and four. Right. So if I was Mason, that's what I'd go tell Brandon. I was like, Brandon, if I could have played played the terrible teams you played, I would also be three and four. Right. So that means that Brandon and Mason are basically the same team. Well, I'm in my mind, I'm facing Roush this week, and I said it earlier before I even knew about these numbers of yours, and I was like, if you think about form and consistency, Roush's team, I was like, no, I yeah. can't say my Roush's team is is worse than mine. Yeah, it's so been like, right there. No, it's it'll be a good matchup. Um, that's all I got. Um, I do want to say one last thing. Josh is taking off from wagering. Josh did say on Saturday that I couldn't read an 800 page book by the end of the year. He said that. Um, I no, no, no. Out there. I wish you keep phrasing it this way, and it is just so wrong. I didn't say you couldn't. I said you wouldn't. Those are different. So, I believe that so, you can read so you 800 doubt, you pages. You doubt my wherewithal or follow through. Um. I'm looking down my glasses at Josh right now. Honestly, if I think you're doing it because of the money, not because of the interest, love of the game. No, it's definitely love of the game. Because I ordered the book two days after I saw the movie. I'm, I'm reading Dune, by the way, guys. You ordered the guys, book after I bet that you wouldn't read that's it. That's not true. It is. That's not true. It is. I had bet it afterwards. Because it was Saturday whenever, um, whenever you did that. You ordered it on Saturday. You got one day delivery on Sunday. You're right. Um, but I have been pouring through this book. You've been what through this book? Pouring through it. Oh, I thought you said something else. But no, um, 200 pages in a week. Pretty solid. I think it should be finished by, you know, um, about three weeks. Are you using Adderall? I'm on Adderall in general. And oh, I, have, okay. I have ADD. There was a no performance enhancing drugs provision. That's not in, true. In That's the, not true. In the bet. Um, anyways, guys, go see Dune. I'm just letting you know right now. I have not given any movie recommendations on the podcast. Go see Dune. The shit's crazy. All y'all are going to love it. Um, yeah. That's it. This shit's going to be crazy. All right. Nah, I got nothing. Peace out. Bye. This has been an episode of The Crew Review. Thanks for listening.